This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Hey guys, it's Murph. Before we start the show, I have a quick announcement. We've got a Crickmas sale going on over at our merch store. You can get 10% off on all NADPOD merch for the month of December. We've got a new Two Crew Sigil hoodie, a Moonstone sweatshirt, a map of Moonstone, a Josh Fit tank, and so much more. Guys, head on over to shop.nadpod.com, that's N-A-D-D-P-O-D, and do some holiday shopping for the boob in your life. On with the show. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bohemia, everyone. Bohemia. 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 Very good. Ooh, Very good. Gregorian chanting. I'm your dungeon master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Hard one, surefoot. Emily Axford. Moonshine Sabin. Rosaline's ride or die, who's throwing the rolls to make sure we survive. Yo! Preach! My goodness. <laughs> we are pumped tonight, and we've got Caldwell Tanner here as well. Ooh, it's gotta be Beverly Togold the Fifth, Mind Freaker of Giants. Ooh, that. ain't that the truth? I can't wait for the fan art of Beverly as Chris Angel. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wish that nothing was wrong later on, because then these guys would have gotten to see me do my street magic. Ooh. Street magic, stand up. What can't this kid do? <laughs> Minor illusion. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. And Jake, Jake, you got a little bit of a cold. So if if hard one sounds, uh, Jake is sick. Hard one is fine. Okay. Hard, hard one, one comes in from the frigid stock in the frigid north. Not sick. <laughs> yeah. He's not even wearing gloves. Has hard one ever been sick? Uh, he had diarrhea once. <laughs> From too many sliders. <laughs> yeah. But all the arcane really stops him up. And later on. <laughs> all right, guys, let's do a little recap. So last week, you guys continued your trek through the frigid north with the hill giant, Huey. After losing your way and not finding the winter wolf tower at the brink of exhaustion, you murdered him and <laughs> took a nap inside. I, I feel like there's some Huey. editorializing going on. style. Yeah. There's Was like, it it's, really murder? It's a recap, but it's also sort of like an admonishment. You know? <laughs> yeah. Listen, we did what was necessary. I mean, is fun. it murder if you save someone from being murdered? 
murdered and then murder them. That's a right. Very you good couldn't point. have yeah. brought him to the tower. That's for sure. He might have grown up to be giant Hitler. No, but he was also getting murdered. We saved him from that. Oh, right. And Thank- perhaps gave him a slightly more comfortable death by putting the bag of holding over his head and snuffing <laughs> no. out the spark alive. We did do that. Again, giant Hitler, though. Just Hitler, but really big. That could have been him. You all vowed never to speak of it again. <laughs> Then headed off, eventually finding the first tower. Once there, you were greeted by a winter wolf newbie who brought you to meet the leader after you showed him a giant's head and proved your worth. The leader was a grizzled dwarf with an axe wound across his face who went by the name Ernim. After losing to Hard One in a dick measuring contest <laughs> featuring some substantial help from Moonshine so and Beverly. It was, it was minor illusion. <laughs> Got your back and your front. I rolled a fucking 18, guys. The horn was sounded and the tower was alerted to approaching giants. Hill giants then charged the tower, some riding mammoths, and you guys, along with Ernum and the Winter Wolves, met them on the battlefield. After a long battle that saw Balnor gored, stomped, and nearly killed, you prevailed and Ernum offered to let you stay for the night. He gave you information on how to reach Mount Forge quickly by navigating the knoll tunnels in the Valley of the Frigid Death. He warned you that there was a gargantuan purple worm in the valley that hunted at night and not to mess with it. And the knolls worship it. And the gnolls worship it, um, then explained that it only hunted at night because the gnolls feed it during the day. He updated your map with the location of a cave inhabited by a gnoll named Bastion, who is a quote-unquote friend of the Winter Wolves, in so much as he's willing to lead them through the tunnels safely, should they pay him and butter him up. Uh, but Ernum also warned you that Bastion is a fuck. Does he Does he run the, <laughs> the gnoll toll? I, I guess you could say he Gotta runs the, the gnoll toll at the gnoll hole. Uh, the next morning... How Ernim- swole is this knoll? You'll, you'll find out, perhaps. <laughs> right, I can't wait. Uh, the next morning, Ernim gave you guys some rams to navigate the rocks of the valley, and you guys headed off into the frigid death. Ooh, that's... that means that we got fistfuls of ram hair right now, because I know they don't have appropriate uh, saddles. What's everybody's ram's name? Mine's Ram Daniel. Ooh, okay. Uh, mine is Ramadan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Holy day? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mine's Ryan. Ryan. Oh, I like nice. that. Yeah, A trustworthy yeah. name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan is the big dumb ram, of course. <laughs> I, forward Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of, so, like he's moving forward, so you're still going as fast as these other guys, but he's jumping horizontally. Mm. It Ooh, doesn't make sense. crab walks, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you guys travel into this valley. Um, your ram's definitely skipping along the rocks. <laughs> the mountains to the side of you block some of the wind, so it's not as painful as the snowy plains. Uh, but it's craggy and icy here, and there is some snow on the ground. There is a lot of snow on the ground, actually. Uh, it's still early in the day. The sun is shining brightly. This area of the tundra is much easier to navigate uh, because at one point a river joins the valley, and you're mm-hmm. able to just kind of follow it. Uh, but keeping your distance as to not be spotted out in the open. Is it a frozen river? You know, like water that you'd see like some penguins go in. Okay. It's so got like icy uh, flows. Flows of water with some icy chunks in it. Can I do a check for penguins? Ditto. Okay. Um go if you guys are gonna go out in the middle by the river, um are you gonna be stealthy? Yeah. Oh, I'm not gonna fucking get it. We were just gonna glance off. at the river yeah, and see if we saw it. Dot, like, it. It was dotted I'll with do penguins. a roll and see if you see any penguins. <laughs> Is it just majestic? Shout out to the two crew. There are no penguins. Two penguins. <laughs> 
two out of a possible twenty penguins. You All right, well, moonshine two birds doesn't even that you assume are going to be penguins, <laughs> and then they just look like some bullshit Arctic vulture idiots. Uh, cool. With like big gooby fucking neck gobblers. Moonshine. Yeah, those are tears. <laughs> those moonshine. Are. You see tears fill her eyes, and she said, "I always wanted to see a penguin." Well. Uh-huh. Maybe some other time. <laughs> you know, you could turn into a penguin. <laughs> oh, shit. I turn into a penguin. <laughs> are, are you really going to do that? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. All right. So the valley here is quite wide. You're not pinched in by walls, uh, but you do have this river running in the middle. Uh, then basically a long field of snow-covered rocks hmm. on the side. Uh, if you venture close to one side, east or west, you see the occasional uh, tunnel burrowed into the side of the mountain uh, as you guys kind of hop along. So I think we're just uh, heading towards uh, wherever Bastion lives. Great. So you guys don't need to do survival checks here. It's a little bit easier to navigate. But go ahead and throughout the day, this long day of travel, give me five encounter checks. Oh, that was Hard One who was in in charge of encounter, Go ahead. Give me five rolls. Yep. Cool. What do I add to that? Nothing. Oh. It's just luck. And it's not the same as last time. Shout out to the two crew. Two. Great. Good start. Okay. Shout out to the six chicks. Oh, <laughs> the six chicks, what up? Shout out to the five guys. Oh, this God. is awful. I know. Shout out to the fourteen teens. Okay. <laughs> shout out to the fifteen teens. Great. What a great group of people. How close are you guys traveling to each other? I think we're right probably next to each other. Yeah. yeah. I right bet that our, our rams are kind of uh, nipping at each other's tails. Okay. Yeah, I think we got like a caravan going. Mm-hmm. Got it. So as your rams are kind of skipping along, you guys get to this patch of snow. It seems like uh, a small clearing amongst all these rocks. And as you go to hit it, you see the snow gives way, revealing a giant hole, like a tunnel burrowed in the ground. Uh, everybody oh. give me dexterity saving throws. Gonna I'm gonna have your rams, rams, I'm gonna have your rams do them as well. Yikes. They roll with advantage. So this is basically to not fall off your ram into a hole. <laughs> I got an 11. I just rolled two nat 20s. Oh! What? Wow. Ram. With advantage. So, Moonshine, your ram, as soon as the snow starts to give, definitely hops back. (gasps) Ramadan, you truly are holy. Uh, Then let me roll for these other guys. Uh, hard one. Yours gets out of the way, but you get rocked a little bit. What did you get on your deck save? 22. 22. You're you're good. Uh, Bev. Ram Daniel. One in an eight. Your ram falls into the hole. Oh. Uh, do a deck save to not fall with it. Uh, I, I got a 15 plus my four. Okay, you can jump off the ram. So my aura doesn't shampoo the ram with some sort of glistening aura of safety? The ram got an eight. You need a 15. Oh, no. So he's got a 12. Ram maybe. Daniel. Okay. It's probably ram the best. Daniel, back at it again with the falling into the void. Uh, okay, Baldur's ram jumps out and Balnor uh, gets a 19. Balnor, what's your ram's name? Eight. It seems lucky. Uh, Balnor the Ram. Yours is dead, man. Oh, uh, so you guys uh, suddenly- No, we you can't guys, just let that ram you die. You guys hit this patch of snow. Uh, all of the snow collapses around it. Three out of the four rams are able to jump out of the way. Bev's kind of in front. Bev's ram tries to jump, but jumps like in the wrong Can I cast direction. jump on the ram? It is already fallen. You could try, try to do something to like grab it, but it has fallen. Bev, uh, as it was falling, you were able to, with your deck save, jump off of the ram, but uh, Ram Daniel is falling. Can I Ram's cast Daniel. Gust of Wind underneath him? That's not gonna- Gentle like, repose, give him an honorable no. t- Can I cast some vines to try and like yes, make something a like, net? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for that. Um, cool. Okay, I'm going to say DC 15 Arcana <laughs> check uh, to uh, wrap uh, Ram Daniel. Can I not use charisma into the tunnel? Pelor skill? Uh, I'm going to say this is you kind of right, okay. using it. Um, can I help with my thorn normal. whip? Yeah, you can roll with advantage if you do thorn whip. Yeah. Ha that's what? a 19. Perfect. Okay. Ram Daniel <laughs> is <sighs> falling, just making this horror. Race, race for it. Falling. I create a trampoline. Uh, you, yeah, you make a a rampoline, a little a vine rampoline, <laughs> uh, a little bit down the tunnel. It catches Ram Daniel, and um, Moonshine uh, is able to wrap her thorn whip around one of its hooves, so it doesn't like go all the way through it. It just kind of starts to sink, and now Ram Daniel is just stuck. I'm gonna roll. <laughs> I'm gonna roll. I Stay guess, calm. A D like 100 to see Quit how far Quit wiggling, Ram Daniel. <laughs> We're going to get you out of this. Worse. Ram, Ram Daniel is 60 feet down, oh down the hole. I brace uh, Moonshine. Does, I does grab one of you guys waist. have speak with animals? I do. I don't currently have it stocked. Can I cast... In- I can't speak with animals. Can I cast like entangle on my on my thorn whip to fortify it? I think thorn whip isn't going to reach 60 feet. I'm going to have- say that the way it worked mechanically is you kind of like slowed his fall a little bit and got him like up against the wall. Okay. Uh, I got some ropes, don't I? Yeah, you guys can certainly climb down. All right, let's go get him. We got to right. We got to save this ram. Yeah, yeah this a- is a bad start to the you mission. You guys killed the giant in cold blood. <laughs> I know, I'm trying to atone. <laughs> It's a little bit we of a feel bad for happening. what we did. <laughs> Wait, you guys? You you delivered I, I was, the finishing blow. I was not there. <laughs> you literally took his final hit points away, you How? murderer. <laughs> um, we can't turn on each other. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. I do cast speak with animals. You cast speak with animals. Ram Daniels, we're coming for you. How are you doing? I'm doing bad. Help. Help. Just oh, remain calm. I need, remain calm. I can't move. Shh, shh, shh. Where are, shh, 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 I need shh. to climb the rocks. Okay. I need to climb the rocks. Okay. Just okay. like furiously kicking his hooves. Okay. How, he's 60 feet? Yeah. Um. What's your jump currently, Ram Daniel? What? Jump? I yeah. jump on rocks. All right, I'm just gonna try and okay, is it touch? I'm gonna jump down there. <laughs> you just what jump? I'm gonna jump down there. Give me that ring of feather fall. Doesn't have someone have a ring of feather fall? Yeah, you want it? Who's wearing it? Uh, I I gave it to someone. I can't remember oh, okay. who though. But well, uh, I'll, just I'll decide. Just decide right now who has. I the... got the ring of feather fall. Okay. On okay. Me, and I and I dive down there. <laughs> <laughs> dive down there. Okay, you Wait, fall. do we do you put a rope on so that we can pull you back up? Yeah. All right. Okay, that's probably a good idea because I don't know that this is going to hold. I believe I can <laughs> yeah. fly. I jump out with the rope. <laughs> I believe I can touch the sky. Uh, Balnor uh, wisely grabs Pawpaw at the last second. Why don't we just hang under this guy? He can sit on my lap. I'm so sorry, baby. <laughs> and then I get down there. and He I... starts giving Balnor his Christmas list. <laughs> his Christmas list. Okay, so, He's got a long-ass uh, list, that greedy little rodent. Balnor is definitely That's growing right. a Santa He's a beard. Uh, so Bev and uh, Hard One uh, put a rope around Moonshine. Moonshine, a feather falls down, and you get down there to Ram Daniel. Okay, now I put my hands on him, and I want to cast Jump on him. Okay, what kind of jump? It triples his jump. Ah, so we could use the, the trampoline. The creature's jump distance is tripled until the spell ends. He's good at uh, he's good at like climbing up the walls and stuff. I'll That's say with jump, uh, he'll be able to 
Although it'd be tough for him to get any kind of footing because he's like stuck in this little. Can web he use right the trampoline? It's not a trampoline. Well, it's like a surface now. It is whatever I say. All well, right. Can I put out? Can I put out my hands to like help give him a boost? Sure. I like give him a boost. So you're lowered right now. They're hanging on to you on this rope, and this goat is just so panicked. He's like, ah, 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 help, help, help. Yeah, yeah. I, step into my hands. Steps into your hands. I'll I have cast him. jump on you. You are a slick guy right now. <laughs> I'm going to have him do an athletics check uh, to jump up. I believe I can fly. You rolled an 18. All right. So I'll say, I'll say yeah. so there's enough of a kind of net under him for him to like steady himself. Uh, he puts his foot up on Moonshine's hand. He kicks off, jumps up. Uh, arcane power of jump <laughs> takes him like fucking 30 feet up yeah. in one thing, kicks off against the wall, kicks into the other one and jumps back up. And uh, Ram Daniel is rattled. Oh. I, I raise my hand free willy style for him to jump over me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till you kill all of our rams in the next encounter. <laughs> Suddenly, the ram gobbler shows up. That is true. Now that whenever we invest in a creature, then suddenly it's like, well, I can't go now. Yeah. Now these rams are going to be like little albatross babies. <laughs> We're going to put them below deck of the stormboard. <laughs> I'm going to breed them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like we did the nanorflies. Noah's Ark, but just rams. Bev and hard one give me a perception check nat 20. Ooh. Ooh. nat 20. shout out to the two crew you don't say <laughs> can i use the ram's inherent sense of uh it detection no okay uh hard one you these guys are very fucking hard to see but with your nat 20 you see as you're helping moonshine get out as you're pulling her up you see a little bit of movement like on the cliffs. I see a little bit of movement over on the cliffs. Hmm. I see it see now that? too. How far away is it? 60, 70 feet away. Uh, what kind mm. of movement is it? Is it multiple movements? With a nat 20, you saw multiple movements of something with like white fur. Y'all, should I just lightning bolt? Oh wait, it's white fur? Animals? Oh, or do or, are, are they frost knolls? This could be our first knoll encounter. Are they headed towards us, hard one? It looked like people were trying to surround you or spy on you. Got it. Y'all want me to just like lightning bolt them? Yeah, we should. Let's circle up and get ready to fight, right? All right. Okay. Are you guys circle around the ramps? Are you guys making it obvious that you're trying to fight right now, or are you just gonna lightning bolt out of nowhere? I'm just gonna lightning bolt out of nowhere. Sounds good. Okay. So strike. Okay. So hard one kind of uh, subtly while pretending to uh, check on Ram Daniel, subtly kind of points out, like nudges yeah. uh, Moonshine. He makes that like click, click with his mouth that I can't do because I'm not as cool as he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but he does it real loud. Balnor keeps trying to do it. Gets <laughs> that was really it, loud. <laughs> um, And uh, he kind of tips Moonshine off to the direction of the couple of guys that he saw. Yeah, and I, I just kind of whispered to myself, watch bitch call lightning. <laughs> okay, uh, call lightning down. Go ahead and uh, make your roll. Uh, you actually roll. It's a 100 feet long and 5 feet wide, blasts out from me in the direction I choose. Each creature in that line must make a dexterity saving throw. Okay, so it's a 100 foot range and then it's 5 feet? Yeah. Okay. It's like a cone. So there's actually two guys 
Yeah. That you're going to potentially they gotta hit. make a dexterity saving throw. One guy got a 19. The other okay, guy got he's going to save. The other guy got an 18. They oh. Save, but they still take half damage, I believe. Okay. That's good. Otherwise, it would have just been like a very nice laser light show for them. Uh, half a 28. Damn, that's powerful. 14. Mm. Dope. Okay. <laughs> so, hard <laughs> these, one. These are good guys. Eagle eye, hard one. Uh, <laughs> out of the corner of his eye, sees a little bit of movement. He's on high alert. Motions to Moonshine. Moonshine calls lightning. Streak of lightning comes down from the sky. There's this explosion, and you see two white-haired gnolls. These, uh, these um, Thank hyena humanoids explode from behind some rocks over on like a little cliff. Oh, fuck! Uh, and they like roll down the side of the hill. Uh, they take a bunch of damage, but they're still alive. As soon as the lightning strikes, you see a bunch of white knoll heads pop up. They were trying to surround you. You guys were heading north, so behind you, to the south, you see another three knolls pop up and start running towards you. Then to the east, there are two guys, the ones that just got fried by the lightning, uh, but another one joins them, and those three run towards you. Then to the west, there are three more guys who pull out bows and start firing, and a big beefy boy joins them, and they all start charging at you. That's a whole lot of knolls. Everybody roll initiative. Okay. Eight. Eighteen. Four. Cool. So there are gnolls charging at you from three directions. There are three gnolls in each little squad, except the one to the west, which has four, including the big beefy boy. Uh, They're running with their bows out. Moonshine, you act first. Awesome. I cast wind wall in a circle around us. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Which means that their arrows are automatically deflected upwards and miss. You guys tighten up. Uh, Wind starts whipping around all of you. You guys are you guys are dangerously close to this fucking pit though now in this circle of wind. It's not a lot of wiggle room. Not a lot of wiggle room. That is the Knoll Pack Lord's turn. He goes, "You cannot stop us with wind." <laughs> uh, and he very stupidly because he's an idiot uh, is just going to shoot into the wind wall. <laughs> I'm going to say he doesn't understand that. Uh, He shoots at the wind wall. Uh, Arrow deflects up into the sky, and uh, he looks so, oh, you stupid wind. Uh, Turns out we can stop you with wind. You can't stop me with wind once I get close to you, you bastard. Oh, when you're mad, you look like you're laughing. How'd you know I was a bastard? Oh, I could tell. Uh, He (laughs) runs 30 feet towards you guys. I said they were about 80 feet away. He's got about 50 feet to go. Uh, That is then Hard One's turn. Can I chuck my spear through the wind wall? Sure as hell can't. Mm-hmm. Great. Works both ways. Aw, oh, sorry, y'all. <laughs> can I throw it straight up and see if it lands on the other side? Yes, I'll let you do that if you roll with disadvantage, and I'll give this guy partial cover. Are you chucking it towards the big dude and the three guys with him? Yeah, or I would have the... aimed for okay. the beefy dude. Sort of like a tennis lob going over the wall. Do it up. 20, not Nat. Okay. 24. Shit. Okay. I will say that you hit him. <laughs> Whoa. Watch a dwarf call light. <laughs> I can't deny the 20. He doesn't have a lot of armor. Okay. Uh, go ahead. Dang. Dang. Hard one thinks he's a, of go. himself as a dwarf. <laughs> I'm a big dwarf. Hard one, have you been playing lawn darts? <laughs> this big dummy is just running towards you. You just lob the lightning javelin up over the wind wall and like a damn Olympic 
<laughs> javelin. javelin. Like an Olympic javelin. <laughs> uh, what's that event? What's that <laughs> event called? The Olympic uh, javelins? Guy who what's throws a non fantasy javelin called? Yeah. Uh, javelin comes down and hits him in the shoulder and explodes uh, with a bolt of lightning. So roll your lightning damage and roll your da- javelin damage. Dope. All right, cool. So you electrocuted a dog. <laughs> Ten just. Javelin. Nice. And then I roll yeah. lightning damage. How yep. do I do that again? That's six. What, what is it, 4d6? 4d6. That's chunky. It's just once a day, though. I mean, we got bad rolls for these encounters. We True. Might, so you, you know, you bad rolls. So that's 28 total. 28 total? Yeah. Ooh! Jesus. Does he stand? Now he does stand. Right. He looks. Javelin. Yeah. He looks not good. He's not happy to have been electrocuted. Uh, he's foaming <laughs> at the mouth. You see just a big piece of meat slides off and fries from the lightning. Um, Tasty. And he's just got this sizzling bone for his shoulder blade now, but he keeps charging and he's foaming at the mouth. He loves it. Oh, dear. That takes us to Balnor. Huh. What's Balnor going to do? Balnor the halfling or Balnor the ram? Balnor the halfling. Okay, just clarify. Not ram Balnor. Um, Balnor the halfling is just going to brace himself and prepare a reaction for when they get close. Oh, good idea. That is Bev's turn. Um, I'm going to prepare a reaction. Sweet. So you and I see Be- Balnor tensing. <laughs> you and Balnor draw your swords. I see, I see Balnor's cheeks clench through his uh, parka pants. <laughs> <laughs> and I do the same. Awesome. Uh, that is the Knolls' turn. Knolls are just going to take full... Dash actions. They're not. They're still not there yet, but they're only like 20 feet away now, uh, zeroing in on you guys. Cool. Um, from all sides. That is Moonshine's turn. Okay. We're gonna feed you to your Noba. <laughs> I'm like considering getting rid of the wind wall. I figure it bought us a turn with them getting closer and then doing spike growth in front of us. Yeah. So no, that let's they keep all on fucking with their with their, with their approach. Okay. Yeah. So I feel like the wind wall is gone. Okay. And I'm casting a uh, 20-foot radius centered on a point within range. So it'll be 40, like, it'll be like a, a circle 40 feet from us. Okay. Um, the area becomes difficult terrain for the duration. When a creature moves into or within the area, it takes 2d4 piercing damage for every five feet it travels. So where are you putting it? Because they're coming at you from east, west, and south. Uh, in the direction that the knolls with the beefy guy are running at Got us. Got it. Okay. Uh, so right around them. So instantly, three of these gnolls that are running towards you guys that are a little bit ahead of the beefy guy because they took a full dash action are now in this danger zone. They'll take a little damage next turn. Uh, so it's the beefy boy's turn. He sees the wind wall go down. He's got a glaive, this big sword. So he pulls out this big rusty sword and keeps charging at you guys. He's going to start taking damage as he runs through your spikes. He starts rolling ankles like crazy. Oh, oh, oh that's broken. That's definitely broken. Shit. Uh, start, just start rolling D4s. Okay. Uh, first thing is three. Okay. Next is eight. Okay. Next is six. Okay. Next is seven. Okay, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he never got to it. So, so bloodthirsty, just foaming at the mouth. We will feed you to your Noba. Just like cracking his ankles on every rock and spike. And then he falls forward and a thorn just goes directly through his eye. So many threats. And he just dies and he starts shaking on the ground. Ah, that's a pretty fun spell. I never whipped it out before. Hard one, turn. Are there uh, any gnolls near me now? 
Uh, there are guys about 20 feet away from you. You now have... Um, don't go in the direction of the spikes. Have, go to no the other There's no wind wall ones. anymore, so you Great. can do whatever you want. So I'm going to attack somebody with my axe. Okay, do you want to go after... There's two hurt guys coming at you from one side with a healthy guy, three guys coming up from behind you, and three guys that are coming in the direction of the beefy boy who are um, rolling ankles like crazy. <laughs> oh, I'll let them keep on doing that then. I'll, I'll turn to the three the three healthiest dudes. Can you Great. roll for sprain damage? Oh, you want to go for the healthy ones, huh? You guys, you should stop yeah. threatening people. Look what happened. Happened to your leader. We don't care. No smack talk. We don't just give focus. A shit, man. His hamstrings are that. done. We're freaking hyenas. Have you ever seen the Lion King? Twenty-five to hit. Uh, that super hits. The Lion King does not end well for the hyenas. Yeah, we don't care, man. <laughs> Ten damage. Ten damage. Okay, he's quite hurt. You just fully, fully chop off like half of his head, uh, and he's still foaming at the mouth. So weird to watch the Lion King and identify with the hyena. <laughs> my, Ed is my favorite character. He's so funny. Uh, Ed is pretty cool. Fifteen to hit. Does uh, that hit? That does hit. Yeah, he's just wearing like uh, rags. I mean, it's Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, you know, so sad. They're wearing rags. Just 13, don't wear anything. Thirteen at that damage. Point. Thirteen damage. Uh, he is dead. <laughs> Got one. I wish I didn't know his favorite movie but before he died. <laughs> I actually prefer the Lion King too. You chop his head off. Oh, okay, that's fine. Um, and when this dude's head gets chopped off, you see the other two next to him get like ravenous and super happy, and just saliva is running down their mouth. They got some kind of bloodlust. And they jump in and they bite at you. Jesus Christ, these guys are Goatman-esque. <laughs> uh, yeah. First guy misses, you're able to like push him off you. It's like <laughs> Resident Evil zombies on you. You're like, what the fuck? You freak. Uh, second guy rolls a one, he dinks it so hard. Uh, he slips on his own saliva. That's Great. what happens with the one there. <laughs> that is Balnor's turn. Balnor will rush forward and go after the hurt guys. Bring Why it, not? Balnor. I'll go after the hurt guys and I crit. Balnor the brave. Attack the wounded. These ones seem hurt. <laughs> I'm going to crit on the wounded one. <laughs> crit, crit on, on the, the wounded. wounded. <laughs> they seem so wounded. Womp the wounded. Womp the wounded. He rolls, he rolls, That's a t-shirt. He that rolls what's pretty on his... poorly, but he uh, fully decapitates one of them. <laughs> oh. um, but the other guys get super pumped about it. Bare their teeth and snap at Balnor. Oh, no. This is my worst nightmare. You're making them horny. <laughs> it's the bad guys from the Lion King. <laughs> um, and he does get bitten once uh -oh. for five damage. Not too bad. They're does not... it have any effect? It's not like vampire-like? He's not turned into a hyena? Yeah, they're not wearing owls, are they? You find out if they have no madness. Oh. Uh, then that is Balnor's second attack. And he rolls a five. He, uh, he He's so frazzled by these guys just like biting at his neck, just trying to hold them off. Oh, they're not that wounded. They're not that wounded. Wait, can I use my reaction to help Balnor? Oh yeah, you guys did have reactions prepared. You guys kind of didn't get to use those. Yeah, I'll say go ahead and just go ahead and take two two rounds. Uh, oh, okay, great. Yeah, just take two rounds of attacks. May I please? Yes. Go All right, cool. Fourteen plus eight. I imagine that hits. Twenty-two hits. Yes. Yeah, great. All right, cool. Okay, that's fourteen on okay. the first hit. Uh, you completely kill the wounded guy. Great. Uh, and hurt the other guy for a little bit. You slash through the one that just bit into Balnor. Oh, thanks, bud. He's now covered in disgusting Nolgunk. Uh, <laughs> arguably <laughs> grosser than being bitten. <laughs> I give Balnor uh, a handkerchief. <laughs> he, he starts uh, giving is himself a sponge bath. Right it is there. absolutely monogrammed. <laughs> uh, go for your second attack. Cool. 
Uh, does uh, 14 hit? 14 does not hit. Uh, no blocks with his teeth. So you said you're, I was going to get two yeah, attacks or two and, turns? Go ahead and do two more attacks. Okay, uh, I'll attack again. Okay, that's going to hit. That's 22 again. Sweet. That's uh, 13 more damage. Woo. Dope. Uh, this one guy's super hurt. And a shout out to the two crew. So that does not hit. Got it. Okay. Great. So um, this guy uh, bounces back and blocks it with his spear. That is the Knoll's turn. First guy is going to take a swing with a spear at uh, Bev, and he misses. Yep. Uh, Bev uh, blocks. Then the three in Moonshine Spike growth area are going to act next. Uh, I'm going to say if you wanted to catch the big beefy boy, you had to move it back a little bit. So they were in the middle of it. So I'll say they got like 15 feet to run through. Okay. Uh, they're stupid as hell. So they're just going to keep charging. Uh, so roll, roll your thing three times. Three. Oh, so three plus four, seven. Okay. Five. Twelve. So twelve. Okay. These guys get quite hurt, um, but they do make it. Uh, oh, we rolled our ankles up. <laughs> just, they step very gingerly over to Moonshine. And... Can we say they're pointy mushrooms for flavor? Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Moonshine, you're... <laughs> what are all these mushrooms? Can we say that they're slimy mushrooms yeah. that make the... <laughs> Rocks all they slimy. Look, these, what are these strange rocks? They're I can't my step on these rocks. I'll roll my ankles on them. <laughs> Your Charlie horse weapon worked. <laughs> uh, first guy misses on his attack on Moonshine. Second guy on, come on. hits for seven damage. Third guy swings on Moonshine and crits, but they're kind of weenies. Um, for 13 damage. Okay. Uh, that is Moonshine's turn. Well, I'm going to start off by sporesing the one that crit on me. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, and then He's I would dead. like... Oh, oh, wait. You're not in fungal form, right? Yeah, so it's just six. Okay. He's almost dead. Um, Stop. I've already rolled my ankle. <laughs> I'm just going to chill touch the one that I that crit on me that I just hurt. Sweet. Uh, how much damage does that do? It does 2d8. Oof. And I got just eight. Eight. Okay. Um, you put your hand on his cheek and his head explodes. <laughs> Oh, does it explode with, like, icicles? Yes. Yeah. Cool. Snowy mushrooms grow out of his uh, ears. Uh, and these other two guys get super pumped about it. Saliva drips down. We love it when people die. Oh, no, they're getting jized. Uh, they try to bite you. Uh, one guy hits with his bite for only four damage. That is Hard One's turn. All right, cool. I'm going to uh, swing at the guy that bit me. Sweet. Or tried to. Uh, 24. Super hits. 16 damage. This guy is super hurt. Sweet. I'm going to try to super kill him. <laughs> Please don't. 23. 23, you hit. Careful, hard one. Slaughter makes them slobber. 12 damage. 12 damage. He dead. Finish him. I chop off his head, and then I use the axe to block my face from the other guy biting me. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> uh, he charges at you. He misses. It, Great. It's, it works. You're so weird. Yeah, it's saliva <laughs> go, is going over your axe in gobs. Gross. Just dripping down the metal. So nasty. It seems like too much. It's basically barf. <laughs> <laughs> that is... Balnor's turn. Uh, uh, pushing off this guy. Balnor <laughs> used the hanky. Uh, he's still using the hanky with one hand. Swings his sword with the other hand. Uh, misses. Just frantically has so much goop in his eyes. Uh, swings again and he hits. Thank God. 
uh, but only does seven damage. Not um, enough to kill the wounded. Not enough to kill. Not enough to kill the wounded. Bev, that's your turn. Hanky's not enough. I'm gonna have to whip out my face towel. It's slightly larger, <laughs> but is still monogrammed. <laughs> Um, wow, okay. you travel with towels of so many sizes. It's Hitchhiker's Guide rules, baby. <laughs> and no socks. <laughs> um, how many are kind of grouped around us at this point? One. Just one. You okay. Just got one. Um, how many are in the distance? I'm, tr- I'm sorry. I'm having two near moonshine by yep. the hole. Two by the hole. Two by the hole. You've got one near you and Balnor mm-hmm. and um, one near hard one. Okay. There's not that many left. Yeah, I'm just going to go for the one that's nearest me then. Sweet. Cool. I was gonna do some fancy stuff, but let's just have fun. <laughs> we're going to feed you to Mother Worm. <laughs> that was a oh, two. Mother? We can tell we're gonna win this fight. <laughs> Things are looking good for the gnolls. Uh, that was a whiff on my first attack. Okay. Oh, I uh, get to re-roll that. That's Oof. been a while. <laughs> That's gonna be uh, 18. Does that hit? That hits. Woo. All right, great. Let's try and do a little damage on this buddy. 11 damage. 11 damage. And uh, is he is he dead? He is dead. Okay, cool. Woo! Yeah. Finish him, Bev. Um, how close am I to the hole? Uh, pretty far. Oh, you guys, okay. You guys ran like 20 feet. I out. was going to toss him into the hole. <laughs> I'll let you toss him into the hole. Yeah, you just... Yeah, punk. <laughs> oh, you know, know what I do? I, I shout to Ram Daniel, and I say, Ram Daniel, it's time for a Ram dunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still so upset. Uh, he runs, he hooks the knoll with his horns, runs over, and just casually dips him into the hole. Yes. No. Alley-oop. My For two. Fear, my greatest fear, heights. <laughs> uh, you hear it, Paul. Shout out to the two-point crew for that slam dunk. <laughs> nice. That is the Knoll's turn. Uh, there is. There are two around Moonshine. Moonshine and one around Hard One, and then the rest are... Bring it on, come on. One I hope misses, y'all miss. I gotta... Second misses. <laughs> Last one against Hard One misses. Two fours and a five. Terrible. Wow. Uh, team Null, we're gonna win. <laughs> I feel it. I feel the victory coming. I feel bad for them. I feel the victory coming. Moonshine's turn. Um, I pretend like they hurt me real bad. Wow, this is a real even fight, y'all. Uh, like Just... a four-year-old in a pickup soccer game. <laughs> yeah. Gobs and then of saliva. I so attack happy. one with with Rosaline. Sweet. Come That's on, roll these 16. knolls. 16 hits. Woo! That's gonna be 14 damage. Okay. Uh, this guy's quite hurt. And then I spores him for six more. For six. He's on death's door, but he's still alive. Damn. I wish I didn't trash. Wow, well, I can't believe this is our last encounter. I don't care about the pain. Uh, that's hard one, sir. The knolls win. <laughs> uh... I lower my axe and let the knoll punch me in the face. <laughs> and it doesn't hurt that bad, so I swing at him. I crit. <laughs> um, yeah. Should uh, I just prob- kill him? Probably kill him, right? Uh, yeah, it was a 12. Okay. Oh, oh I rerolled the one. 22 damage already. 34. Total. Jesus, hard one finish him. I toss him to Ram Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Ram Daniel. I really needed this confidence boost. <laughs> you got this, Ram Daniel. Goes, Alley oop. You're over, the Ram. Hooks, hooks him, goes over, dips him down into the hole. <laughs> Damn, hard one with the assist. <laughs> oh, with the Alley scoop. Alley Ooh. scoop. <laughs> uh, that's Balnor's turn. Balnor is going to rush over. Don't worry, Moonshine. I'll save you. 
Uh, thank you. Swing. Balnor, careful. Balnor. Neither of these are weak. She shout killed out. so many of them. Shout Balnor. out to the two. Oh, no. <laughs> two twos. No lie. He just rolled two twos. Uh, uh, Balnor almost falls that, in the hole. Does that mean that magically he starts wearing a tutu? Yeah. If he rolls two in a row? Oh, Balnorina. <laughs> uh, Damn, you're a buyer, dude. Ben, that's your turn. Uh, is it just the two left by Moonshine? That's it. All right, cool. Uh, moonshine. Push him, in, push him into the spike growth, right? Oh, Ooh. what were we gonna say? Are you clo- you're close to the hole, right? Yeah. Can I mount ramp Daniel and try and ram them into the hole? Yeah, you sure can. Hell yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Ramming mounted speed. combat, bitch. Okay. And uh, I, I whip out a javelin so that I can do a, a joust as well. Sweet. Actually, can I hold two javelins on either side for both my attacks? Skewer him. Make a little uh, no yes, kebab. Sure. Woo. All right. So ram Daniel and Beverly charge uh, at this at one of the dudes. Uh, go ahead and make your attack roll. Uh, it's going to be 19. 19 hits. Woo. Uh, that's 11 damage. 11 damage. Uh, Ram Daniel does an extra 2d4 of damage with his horns. Uh, six damage. Another six. Cool. Ooh. And then do your second attack. Ooh, uh, 19 plus 19 eight. Hits. That's going to hit. All right. Ah, shout out to the two crew. That's only nine damage on that one. He is fully dead. Woo. So you you charge into him, use both of your javelins, strike into both sides <laughs> of his shoulder. Ram Daniel gets his horns up like in his chest cavity and brutally tosses him down the hole. Ooh. Dunked. Yes. No. Let's roll these knolls. I hate that. <laughs> uh, then Go that, in the trash. That is the knolls turn. He's going to... Try to push Moonshine down the hole. Bring it on, I'm wearing a fucking ring of feather fall, bitch. Oh, you are. He doesn't know that. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. He just opposed, thinks I'm oh, a girl in a pretty uh, ring. Oppose athletics check. Okay. I'll say if you win, you could throw him down, because this let's face it, this fight's over. Okay. <laughs> I'm hmm. going to win. I got a He got sev- a seventeen. He got a 17. Let's do a oh, roll dude, off. Oh, it's tense. It's oh, like a real wrestling match. Who's gonna win? It's a this real fight. wrestling match. <laughs> I got another 17. You got a 14. <laughs> so he goes to he goes to push you. You kind of uh, take Can a wrestler stance. Him? Yeah, you judo throw him over into the hole. No, I was healthy. While I do it, <laughs> I'm going to produce flame. So that's like a little bonfire. So we are making little kebabs. <laughs> As he falls? Yeah. Oh, I'm saying because yeah. you got that skewered one. Absolutely, down yeah. There. Mm-hmm. Roast them up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you hear uh, the kebabs uh, hit in the distance. They smell so good, we can't climb down to eat them. <laughs> so you guys survive Ram Daniel's near-death experience. Um, you're around this big, giant hole. These gnolls tried to ambush you. Didn't work. Uh, you got to respect their count. The, <laughs> the valley is littered with gnoll corpses. Gnoll <laughs> for um, effort. And things are just quiet. You just hear the winter wind blowing. Ah. No we- more encounters for this band of boobs. <laughs> yeah. Do we have a moment? You guys do know that by around sunset, you're going to get to the tunnels. And if you don't get there on time, it becomes night. Yeah. You can take your chances. Yeah. You can do whatever you'd like. Cool. No, I- we want to get to the tunnels. Yeah. Um, I grab a little bit of the knoll blood uh, and sprinkle it around a seed. And I sing the song of the dead. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. In my, in my saddest boy voice. Okay. Blood of the foe trickles on down and into the soul reclines. Nourish the seed that breaks through the ground, a circle of endless vines. 
cool. We've we've been killing a lot of people. Happened? I feel like we should just take a moment, reflect. Oh, you were just being polite. Yeah. I can't tell you what a bad place this was to do a blood ritual. Uh, go ahead and roll a like religion check. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh no. It's uh, not a blood ritual. It's just a burial. You put blood on the ground. It was. Oh god. Was it there already? <laughs> I can't believe yeah, this. Uh, religion check. Yeah. Uh, it's a sixteen. Sixteen. You're good. Oh. What was gonna happen? <laughs> Don't. Save it for the short rest, we'll talk. It's not even, uh-huh. it's not even short, short rest. rest. Oh. How do you think they feed this thing? Oh my god, of course. Circles of blood. <laughs> okay. I didn't Shall know we run away? I'm gonna go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you and, guys uh, hear like uh and... you guys do feel like after after that you feel like little tremors. I kick snow on the blood. <laughs> okay. Pelorus told me that it's fine to kill. <laughs> Okay. Let's get yeah. moving. I think I'm gonna dig my heels into Ramadan and say, "Scoot, <laughs> move, Ryan." Uh, <laughs> onward, Ram Daniel. Move, I said. Um, you guys continue through the valley. Uh, it's mostly uneventful. These knolls were kind of planning on tracking you, but you um, ended them. Yep. Uh, sure so did. they don't. They don't have like a focused ambush force now. We but you do have. see. You do see like little holes and caves, like networks where presumably like the worm has gone. You do see like little yellow eyes popping out from time to time. Um, uh, let's go fucking middle fingers up. If they're going to be spying on us, let's give them a show. Yeah, I, sh- I pulled my pants down a little bit so my butt crack is showing. <laughs> I, do the, I do the same. Yeah, we ride side saddles so we can move uh, them. You guys I, all moon I them. shift my overall so that my butt crack can peek out over the side of my overall. You guys moon the knolls as you pass them. You see one knoll just pulls his rags down and fully defecates on the ground. Just Jesus. so much soft serve wow, shit. Oh, it's steaming. Rude. Yeah. <laughs> I've been eating nothing but meat for 17 years. I pulled my pants back up, but I kick uh, yeah. Ryan pretty hard. Hurry <laughs> <laughs> along. Your sweet meat for you, Noba. You guys continue following the map. It's beginning to get late now. You see the sun is lowering in the sky, though it's not quite sunset. Uh, Ernam has marked for you on your map two nearby entrances. Uh, there's a tunnel for the main Anol tunnels, inhabited by a majority of the beasts. Uh, then Bastion's Cave, which is about 50 feet closer to you, slightly south of the main tunnel. Um, and out of the main tunnel, you guys can see these now. Uh, you do see some like gnolls milling about. Um, and you see a very dim glow coming out of those tunnels, like as if there are torches kind of deep inside. Um, but in what is supposed to be Bastion's cave, uh, you see a warm glow, like there's a hearth inside. Beeline for Bastion, yep. I think. Yep, the beacon at Bastion. Uh, go fast like, for best. Wait, before we go, we should probably negotiate between ourselves a price, because he's going to demand a price. So it might be good to know like what our personal limits are. He's going to want the rams, and we're not giving him the rams. Okay, so we're not giving him the rams. Um, we Baldor? Got- Is Baldor on the table? <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on now. I'm kidding, bud. Oh, th- hey, thanks. Good rising. You killed no- those wounded gnolls. That was I awesome. got, we got some gold and platinum, so yeah, we got I a think lot of we're gold. fine for money. Let's just try to do money. Money okay. seems good. We've yeah. also right. got Cash other stuff, king. maybe? <laughs> Ah, yeah. uh, should we just head? Okay, cool, I'll yeah. give him the cursed mithril armor. What, <laughs> what could go wrong? Yeah. Maybe we could give him a song. <laughs> yeah, let's try that for a dance. Be fun. Okay. Cool. So you guys approach Bastion's cave. 
Um, you enter and you see rugs on the floor. Oh. You see various trinkets Ooh. displayed, uh, dwarven hammers, climbing equipment and whatnot. It's like a TGI Fridays if it were made by a dwarf almost. Yeah, good. Uh, it looks very much like it's decorated by someone who doesn't know how humanoid society works and is just trying to like hang random human stuff. Uh, like he was just given a bunch of gifts and displayed them yeah, to seem like more. Arrow like, the little mermaid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, he is the little gnoll maid. <laughs> and then you see you see sitting around a fire eating a big hunk of like mammoth meat. He's got just like a big fat gutted big piece of mammoth oh, on the floor yeah. next to him. Flintstone okay. style? Uh, yeah, you see uh, sitting in a reading chair is this big hunched back knoll with one ear. Its skin <gasps> is extremely loose. A big gut hangs out under its mismatched nobleman's clothes, uh, clearly gifted to him uh, oh! from someone. Uh, he is so cute. If he was a magic card, I'd have him in every deck. <laughs> he's, he's got bluish gray skin that is very patchy and wrinkly. It looks like he's been burned by acid, uh, and he's got big jowls, and he looks up at you, and he goes, Oh, more humanoids coming to see the survivor. <laughs> oh, I just took too many of you through the tunnels. That's enough for one day. Uh, and he takes a big juicy bite of the mammoth leg. You see all like the wetness and the juices drip down his skin. I yes. offer him a, uh, a handkerchief. Oh, thank you. He you got just, a little on your chin there. He takes the handkerchief from you and he fully eats it. Just <laughs> instantly swallows it. Oh, huh. Sebastian, Moonshine, Simon here. Uh, would you mind if I just put a couple spices, some seasoning on that leg? It looks like a delicious piece of meat and I feel like you could get some more flavor oh, out of it. First off, you walk into my home. You start giving me things. That's actually very nice. Yeah, As I, I was talk it out, this is actually, but let's enter. <laughs> my name is Bastion. How do you know who I am? Uh, we are friends with uh, Ernim, the wow, the wow wolf. Oh, winter wolf? Yes, the winter, winter wolf. Uh, you're winter wolf friends. He's wild too, yes, though. I am friends of winter wolf. I am friend to everyone. I am the great survivor. Yanoba could not handle me. <gasps> Greatest warrior near God to the Noel people. That is impressive. If you survived your Noba. Yeah. I take one knee, but not two. <laughs> yes, you're very good. Uh, he... Um, puts a hand on your shoulder. It's just covered in grease. Oh. Uh, uh, uh. Yes, well, like I was saying, uh, the, uh, the went on a long walk today. Uh, took uh, 30 or so dwarves through the tunnel, so huh. that's enough for me today. Yeah. If you want was to it a royal hunt that you were escorting? The royal hunt, no, that was a long time ago. The pale prince and I are good friends. <laughs> he throws up a little bit, and you see him uh, swallow it back up. All right, okay. cool. Maybe you are the survivor. Might be lost your feet, you. me. Yeah, your feet look very sore. Would you like me to give you a traditional halfling foot massage? God boils. Uh, he holds up his um, dog-like feet to you, and they are covered in the ooziest corns you've ever seen. I make the sign of Pelor and I dive in. <laughs> He's getting, I'll make a religion check. He's getting a little less cute. 
Uh, that's just a 13. Okay. You see some of, you see, uh, as you go to massage it, uh, it's like you're about to like pop a giant pimple, uh, (laughs) but the light of Pelora keeps it in, uh, and it looks a little bit less swollen. The pimple holds. I vomit now. That feels good, Uh kid. Had a long walk today. Sounds like you had a long day. You deserve to take a load off. Here, have a sniff of this. I pass him uh, some Crick water. Oh, crick yeah. Water. Oh, what is this? This is a great vintage all the way from the Crick. Uh, this is all from, I, I have many great friends from all over, from uh, Frostwind to around Frostwind. Mm, uh, but my wildly. new friends, where are you from? You're strange, skinny, tall yeah, dwarf. I'm a Crick. You're a Crick elf. Yeah, I'm a Crick elf. Yeah, you probably heard of us. I know our reputation gets around. Some yeah. of us take some take kinder to us than others. Uh, but yeah, my name's Moonshine Sabin, and I'm pleased to make your acquaintance. Yes, you're an elf. Very fancy. I'm friend to elves because I'm a sophisticated elf. <laughs> Frostwind You can see that, yeah. Frostwind, yeah. I mean, I meet all the elves all the time. <laughs> and the elf come by. They say, hey, Bastion, old friend of elves. Yeah, I've got the elvish bow over there. You see Ooh. this, like, short bow. Um, it actually looks like a pretty nice elven short bow, but it's, like, dirty and poorly cared for. You see the string is broken. Oh. Yeah, I get the nice things. See what they, you want to see what they gave me to lead them through the mountain? <laughs> Holds up this big, beautiful golden hammer. Oh, wow. Yeah. What? This is the king's hammer. Oh, crap. Yeah. Um, Who was it that you led through today? Had to be a bronze beard. Right? The bronze beards, you think? I don't With think the... they would just give him. Are we rapport sporing right now? <laughs> you can rapport sporing if you want. I don't think they would just give him the hammer. Maybe we should use our spells to see if this is real or not. I don't think this is legit. Yeah, maybe like locate object. I got it yeah. stocked. Do you want it? Or do you have it stocked? I got it stocked. Can I use locate object to see if this is real yeah, or not? Sure. Cool. Yeah, I think we established in a previous episode um, that you had studied enough. Uh, you did you did well on a history check to know what like the King's Hammer was like. Uh, this is sort of the description of the King's Hammer, but I'll, I'll let you know for sure uh, once you get the spell. Describe or name an object that is familiar to you. You sense the direction to the object's location, as long as that object is within 1,000 feet of you. If the object is in motion, you know the direction of its movement. Got it. Uh, it is not within 1,000 feet of you, and thus this is not the king's hammer. Uh, That's but a great-looking hammer. Oh, wow. Crafted do, by the gods? You do look at it, and it is a beautiful hammer. It's mm. like a really nice hammer made of like silver and like gold trimming and stuff. So it's like I a re- counterfeit Monet, but still a good Monet. Yes. It's I like re- this This probably costs a couple thousand gold. I report spores hard one, and I'm like, does this look like a bronze beard hammer by any chance? And I would know that. <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead and uh, roll like a history check. This is my ex, dude. Uh, go I saw ahead. This shit all over her palace. Roll, roll <laughs> like her a. Whenever her parents were out of town, we would. <laughs> you probably beat up mailboxes with the... one of these. <laughs> <laughs> we would neck in his house. Roll a history check with advantage. Twelve. Twelve. Yeah. I'll say with a 12, that's easy enough for you, um, having come from Iron Deep. You can tell that this is something the Iron Deep dwarves probably brought along as like a, a wedding present or something like that. Just kind of like an ornamental, probably not even to be used in battle, but this guy's like, eh, greatest weapon in all of Bohemia. It's got a little drool this on is, it. Uh, this is a bronze beard okay. hammer. 
Okay. All Interesting. Right. The stock thickens. You see he takes this hammer and uses it to like mash the bones of like this mammoth <laughs> carcass. It's a very wow. nice hammer. Yeah. yeah what a Good. He uses it as he like holds it down and uses another like beautiful sword <laughs> to cut more meat off you the hammer like he's using a Honestly, if Moradin could see you right now and you know, he yeah. probably can. He's probably smiling. Yes, uh, uh, survivor of Yanoba, favorite champion of Moradin. Favorite champion. Wow. Favorite, so. yeah. I buy it. I absolutely yeah, buy it. I have the yep. King's Hammer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... You already led people today. You what, lead them deep in. Were they coming for an objective or like? Yeah, were they, they were just... going to the mountain. So I took them through the tunnels because I knew the mountain like the back of my hand. The Anoba carved tunnels through. Everybody respects me, so nobody messes with friends of Bastion. That's right. The You're back the of your hand Bastion. has a tattoo on it that says Bastion sucks. Did you know that? Mm, I don't think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> You uh, you overhear what they were chatting about, what what their objective was? Oh, we chatted for such a long time, man. That's oh, we were such oh, dude, they were they like were, they, they were, were like Bastion, man. You're so smart. How you know all the way through this tunnel? These tunnels are so confusing, but not for you. And I said, I know the tunnels because I'm smart. Yeah, I bet you've got a photographic memory. Can you remember anything that they said? I don't, know. I don't think said? this guy has a photographic memory. I, I, I have a photographic memory. So. Maybe at least like a daguerreotype. I have a photographic memory. Somebody give me a deception check with advantage. <laughs> Can I do it? Yeah, yeah. you do it. Ooh, yeah, 17. But you deception. have an advantage. Roll for the save oh, yeah. to get that 20. Uh, 17. Okay. <laughs> what was my deception? Oh, plus four. So, yeah, nice. 21. 21. Yeah. Uh, I do have a photographic memory, okay? See, I told you, man. I just don't yeah, buy it. No, I took, I took them through tunnels. I could take you exact way through tunnels. Yeah. I bet this guy knows everyone that was in that party's name and what they were trying to I accomplish. Know. Captain Toma. Uh-huh. Yes, right? Winter Wolf. The, then there was, of course, um, uh, D- Bill, the red beard guy. Oh, sure, yeah, Yeah, Bill. everyone knows him. Yeah, uh, well, I don't know him, but, like, I trust you. Yeah, there was Mark, uh, Dan. <laughs> Gotta be a Mark and a Dan. Uh, Jamie. Uh-huh. I report, I report Spores both hard one and Beverly and say, I think we can stop writing down names now. <laughs> I think uh, maybe only the first two. Yeah, let me just, it was a little bit of an awkward walk because uh, Redbeard Dwarves, uh, very... Very focused on getting to mountain. Winter Wolves not so happy with the way things going. <laughs> yeah, because they, they were trying to get to that gash, right? Oh yeah, trying to get to the gash. You gotta hack the gash. You, yeah, man. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man. I see. Yeah, you got to. What? You've got to get the gush. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yep. Howdy, Nadpoles. Caldwell here. I'm recording this ad literally hours before going to the airport on a trip to visit some family in New York. And if you're wondering, no, I have not packed my bags yet. Packing stresses me the hell out because I have to do wardrobe math about how many shirts and pants and underwear to bring. And uh, let me tell you, folks, I always get it wrong and I always pack too much. That being said, there is one thing that always goes into my suitcase without a second thought, and that is my Raycon Everyday Earbuds. Raycon offers amazing audio quality at half the price of other premium audio brands. 
And Raycon's optimized gel tips are designed to fit comfortably in your ears and actually stay there. Which is good because it means I can go on a jog and not worry about them falling out and getting sucked into a sewer grate. Although I guess that's probably how the Ninja Turtles get their earbuds, so if some mutant creature living in the sewer happens to get them, I guess that wouldn't be too bad. But thanks to Raycon, it's not something I ever even need to concern myself with. So, if you're also going on a trip soon and are looking to bring along the perfect pair of earbuds, go to buyraycon.com slash today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That is right, you're going to get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash One more time, that's buyraycon.com slash All right, thanks for listening and have a great trip. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Anyways, a hey. little thyme, rosemary, paprika. I think that you can spice up this hunk of meat. Oh, you're a yeah. cook. So you let's... can all cook for me. That would be wonderful. Yeah. And you, boy, I'm you rub my belly. Oh, we the belly now. <laughs> yes, that's so good on okay, the feet. Lie down. More boils on his belly. I oh. see. Oh my god, you started out so cute. <laughs> Uh, if I want him to lie fully flat so that I can kind of do a little dance on his belly. Okay. <laughs> Ugh, it's just like jiggling like crazy. Uh, oh, how's that? Uh, boils are popping. Really good, man. <laughs> Throws up in his mouth and, and eats it. <laughs> oh, so guess... anyway, you guys want to trade the war stories or are we hanging out? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I guess we are, yeah. huh? Yeah, I guess I think we are. <laughs> Great. Uh, I'm gonna be pretty busy over here cooking, so I might not. Hear no, some I of think the you know what? I can stir that saying. if you want to come over and take over I'm the tummy duty. I'm engaged with the cooking. Hard so one. You want to listen from afar? You want to help me? Yeah. All right. So let me tell you all about the time Yunoba could not defeat me. Yeah, oh, you yes. seem like you know Yenoba's one and only oh, weakness. yes. Well, because I am too strong and too smart, the other gnolls were jealous of me. So they drew a circle of blood, as they do when they sacrifice to Yenoba inside the caves, and they chained me down in the center, and when Yenoba came up... I saw the fear in her eyes, and she just retracted back into the hole. And, that and was just it? instantly, everyone started clapping. 
Everyone just started clapping. It was like, Bastion, 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 Bastion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And from sounds, then on. Yeah, it sounds like it was I perfect. Like you couldn't, it, it couldn't have happened any better. No. Even if you like made it up. Pretty much just nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you said you can get to the other side of this cave and back in one day. I, I mean, I can, yeah, I can do it in a day, but man, I just walked for like 12 hours, so I don't think I could do it tomorrow, but maybe. And he <laughs> takes his big gold hammer and he starts like, uh, eh, eh. Okay. Yeah, maybe we could uh, make it worth your while. Oh, is that right? Oh, well, maybe I could do free you, up my schedule. I have, I do have, I have a very precious fiddle that belonged to a great bard. Moonshine, no. You can't give him the fiddle, Moonshine. Not new Betsy. Fiddle. Yeah. Mm. I like weapons. Oh. And music is a powerful weapon. You've never felt the power of dance. (laughs) Moonshine, hit it. I start playing. (laughs) I break into a jig. Give me the performance. Okay, this performance check will determine whether you roll uh, a regular deception check or with disadvantage. Okay. Because he's got a bunch of great stuff. He can't be, like, totally tricked. (laughs) I got a five. (laughs) You start playing, uh, and it's (laughs) all... Awful music. Um, I start trying to dance like with as much gusto as possible. <laughs> His eyes glaze over. I sing along. Who let the gnolls out? <laughs> and Bastion is just kind of nodding his head. Yes, elf music. Very good. But it just wouldn't be the same without an elf. Uh, where have you guys put the rams, by the way? Uh, I'm sitting by, on mine still. <laughs> yeah, by the mouth of the cave? Like yeah. inside the cave? In protected? Inside the cave? Yeah, Inside yeah, the yeah. cave or outside the cave? Inside. The inside. Cave. Oh, okay. Yeah, we brought him in. Oh, you know, when I took 30 over, they gave me a very nice hammer and they gave me mammoth. You give me four of your rams and uh, all of your weapons and I'll take you through. Bastion, you're killing us here. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? You're gouging us, Bastion. You're yeah. offering me. If you, if you want... If you want precious animals, if that's what you're after, I can't do it. Never mind. I can't do it. Never mind. Is a naterfly? I was going to offer him the naterfly, but I can't bring myself to. You give him new Betsy, but not the naterfly. <laughs> the naterflies are on their own little nose out. Can I teach him how to do summon steed so he can have an animal whenever he wants? No, he's, okay. not, a, he's not a paladin. All right. You a drug guy? <laughs> mm, what the what the what kind of drug are you talking about? Uh, Bev, earmuffs. Okay, yeah, I'll go check on the Rams. I got uh, I got some pretty primo arcade. Don't I mean I do know what that is, but to refresh me. I shake the vial. <laughs> oh, what does that do? Just put a little taste on your gump. Uh, he <laughs> he sticks his finger uh, in your vial. So uh, boily. Put, so boily. Uh, put some of the yellow powder like on his gums. Just goops of saliva come down. Uh, you see this little charge of lightning go through him, and he goes, Oh, I like that. How much of this you have? You give me uh, uh, three of these, and uh, you've got a deal. This is, this is some really good shit. I can only part <laughs> with one. Uh, you can do this as part of, look, man. 
I um, uh, I don't like walking. I like hanging out in my place. My pad rules, man. <laughs> I don't really want to fucking go. You guys can fuck off hey, if you Beth, don't got Beth. anything. Hard one. Did the arcane thing work? Oh shit. <laughs> hey Bev. And hey, I'm, what's up? Rapport sports. Okay, I'm cool. doing rapport sports. I say. Hook me up with a minor illusion on the next thing I pull out, okay? You got Something it. Something to make it look epic. All right, I, t- I twinkle and my I fingies. Say, oh, I didn't want to do this, but have you heard of the water elemental from the elemental plane? It's sort of this epic other world. Yes, of course. This is her personal trident. And I take the trident out. Hmm. I make it glow. Interesting. It spits of water. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty fucking rad. Uh, he goes <laughs> over and uh, he looks at it. Uh, go ahead, I guess, and give me a persuasion check with advantage. Mm, that's only going to be a 12. Mm. You just had to get a 10 or higher. Cool. Oh, okay. Uh, he uh, he looks at it and, all right, take you through, take you through. Uh, he points to Hard One and Moonshine. Uh, oh, no, uh, we have two more Package deal. Folk. Okay, you can have it back. He hands it back to you. I got fucking like this. This look at this gold hammer, guys. All right, twenty, All right. Pl- 20 platinum. <laughs> twenty. Really? No, I, I lied. I don't have that much. Five platinum. Mm, five platinum. Plus the trident. Plus the drugs. Plus Baldor's got some tuna sandwiches <laughs> in the back. <laughs> yeah, tuna sandwich too, huh? <laughs> All right, five platinum trident. Doing the sandwich drugs. <laughs> that sounds... Wow, that's a Saturday night, ain't it? <laughs> and one ram. No. Um... That's that's a deal breaker. Yeah, that's a deal breaker. Sorry. We're already parting with way too much good stuff for you. All right. How, uh, you know what? Just to be, just to be giving, just to be a good friend. I could also throw in uh, this nice card set. Ooh, this is a collector's item. And perhaps, ooh, some of this uh, this special magic stone. And I pull out the coral glow chunk from the <laughs> elemental chaos. Oh, magic stone. Yeah. <laughs> Seems very important. That will keep it. Uh, and he takes it and he uh, just puts it down his shirt. Uh, and it just gets caught in a skin fold. Oh, dear. And cool. you never see it again. <laughs> oh, that... Was that a hole? Did that just go in a hole in your what? body? With the, uh, <laughs> Never mind. You know what? Enjoy. What bon about appetit. a jailbroken standing yeah. stone? All right. So we've got we've got the deal. Very good deal for everyone. To <laughs> now we're trying to unload garbage. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, uh, you know, I kind of... Uh, I also have this old strawberry. <laughs> hey, you already gave me some good stuff. Uh, I'll take it. I'll toss it in a sweet yeah. deal. Yeah, you're lucky I've got this friggin' mammoth here, man. Otherwise, I would insist uh, that I have a ram. He looks over at the rams, and he licks his chops. Yeah, that mammoth's gonna last for a while, though. I've been brining it. It's gonna be, it's gonna keep. Okay. (laughs) So, we all go in the bed. What are we doing? One big bed? Hey, how'd you know? Uh, Just, that's how I sleep. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm a I'm a trance because I don't totally trust this guy. So I'm like sleeping with one eye open. I'm gonna curl up with uh, my head on a boil like it's a pillow. <laughs> Does he sleep in a big doggy bed? Uh, he sleeps. In, Is he sleeping in a water bed? He sleeps in a, a big like broken king bed. It looks like he's trying to uh, make it look like an actual like mattress pad or something like that, but it's just like there's like snow in there and shit like under a blanket. It's just uh, some real uh, bullshit stuff. I'm gonna curl up with my Ram Ryan. Yeah, Bastion <laughs> oh, yeah. is tragic. Uh, uh, 
Uh, uh, I'm trancing. I'm trancing on Ramadan. Dope. Okay. Um, and uh, Balnor uh, just sleeps sitting up in the corner of the tunnel. <laughs> not going near the sky. <laughs> and I'm going to trance in a way that if I like hear your Nova and can safely peek a peek what goes down, I, mm. I would be curious to watch it. You don't even need to do any kind of roll or anything. Because once night falls, every once in a while, you just feel these nasty tremors. And probably until you guys get used to it, it like shoots you awake. And Moonshine, you're trancing, so you're kind of like looking outside the cave. Uh, you see this giant purple worm, this gargantuan beast in the distance, bursting in and out of the mountains and like traveling through the valley. Uh, you see it's shaking like crazy. Every once in a while it like dies down and there's no tremors for a while. And then the tremors build back up again and it bursts out of the ground again. And it's just out there prowling, looking for somebody to eat. And you do see the knolls that were kind of hanging around outside uh, the other tunnel, like that was like 50 feet away from Bastion's place. They have gone inside. Can I, um, while uh, Bastion is sleeping, mm -hmm. uh, I want to massage his temples and maybe try and get some information from him while he sleeps using Zone of Truth. Like okay. sleep talk him. We definitely don't want him to find out that we cast any spells on him because then he won't take us around. Oh, that's true. I'll explain what I was going to do. I wanted to see if he was telling the truth about how uh, he survived the worm encounter. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. His, his truth was that the worm came up and was so scared that it ran away. So we all we know that so yeah. long, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wanted to see if we could glean how he actually escaped. Oh, yeah. If he knows that we cast a spell on him... He we'll might be, be suspicious. Fox. Yeah, he he'll straight up be pissed at us, and then we'll be going through these on our own. All right, maybe I'll save that for when we don't need him anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Maybe we can befriend him, and he'll tell the truth on his own. You yeah. know what? That's that's the optimism I should uh -huh, be working with. Uh -huh. So you guys all. So then I just the massage night. his temples uh, just for fun. You start massaging his temples. Uh, eventually, you go to sleep. Uh, Moonshine, as you're trancing, you do see uh, Bastion does get out of bed and start, like, sneaking over towards the rams. <laughs> I, I smack his hand away. What? I wanted to pet him. He looks cute. <laughs> you definitely... Can I, do, can I do a sense motive on him? <laughs> uh, yeah, if you really want to. <laughs> Wait, what is sense motive in this? Uh, insight? Insight, yeah. Okay, I got I got a seven. Yeah, he's gonna try to eat the ram. Okay, <laughs> um, I I just slap him like a like a mom in the kitchen. Get out of here! Get back to bed! All right, all right. Get back to one big bed. Uh, he takes. His you trident. got a job in there. You gotta keep them boys warm. He takes his <laughs> trident and he goes back in the bed. <laughs> Be careful with that thing. It's not a stuffed animal. Uh, sun rises the next morning. Uh, the tremors become less frequent. And uh, finally, the worm is completely gone. Uh, and you see the gnolls, once again, a few of them come outside the tunnel. And you see they're kind of like out on a hunt, looking for animals and such. And you guys wake up. Um, Bastion wakes himself up with a nasty shart. Oh, oh God. Oh. Okay. Ugh. The thing is, like, I don't even know Morning, if that was like everyone. a hemorrhoidal boil yeah, that burst. Right, something popped. I just <laughs> put the covers over it. <laughs> he just wraps the covers around him like a toga. No. All right, that'll fix it. 
<laughs> that is rancid. Yeah, we yeah, have to be in a cave with you all day. Yeah. Uh, now that I, the light of day is shining in, I can see there's so many stains on this bed. This is not the first time he did that. Bastion, real quick, because I'm I'm kind of preparing for the day. Yeah. Could you give me any insight as to what lies in our path, what sort of challenges and hurdles we may encounter? Uh, some of the less sophisticated gnolls um, might uh, try to feed you to Yenoba, but mm. not under my protection, so just stick by me and you'll be fine. Yep. You know, there's other uh, gigantic spider-type creatures. Yeah, uh, uh, Fire giants deep below huh? the fire deep giants below the mountain. Uh, are we talking about like, are we talking about like walls or like cliffs or holes in the floor? Or? Oh, yes. I mean, all of these tunnels, they're just uh, the way Yenoba goes through the mountain. I see. Yeah. All right, thank you. That gives me some insight. Yeah, I killed the fire giant once. Oh, yeah. I, bet, I, yeah. I, bet you I just did. jumped down the hole. Just and um, him. He didn't even get a punch in, did he? He didn't even get the punch in. I, I used uh, this sword right here. He pulls out this beautiful masterwork sword. You no know, man. cooler than you, Bastion. <laughs> ah, that's right, buddy. <laughs> Puts his arm around you. Uh, just so, what, what, what gunk is that on his hand? Oh, oh, you don't know. God. You've got a gold watch, but yeah. so many boils. Yeah. All right, shall we get going, best friends? Let's do it, <laughs> Absolutely, bud. Uh, you guys uh, walk outside of his cave, uh, and he goes, I don't know if you're going to be able to get these rams through all the tunnels. Shall we free them? No, because if we free them here, they'll get captured by gnomes. Yeah. Um, Should we leave them in your cave and trust you with them? Yes. No, oh, God. I don't like that option either. Y'all, he tried to eat him last night. I know you did. Can we no. send him to the Feywild? Don't be coy about that. <laughs> oh. Ram Daniel. Uh, I guess <laughs> talk with animals is worn off at this point. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, I don't want to waste it again. <laughs> we got a lot of... Yeah. We got a big day coming up. I think we just try to bring him. I don't get, know. They're going to get stuck in this tunnel. I think they have better shot at just like being in the wild. But can I gaseous form them to get them through? <laughs> That's fine with me. It's your spell. You can I just cast like pass without trace on them or something? Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How about I? Oh, I'd only. But that's concentration, and that means for the next hour. Oh God. <laughs> I would only give them an hour. Y'all, what do we do? <laughs> these are they're, these are rams. They like they would probably prefer to be like. In the there are the rams in the mountains. I mean, some of them get eaten by gnolls. And some uh, of them don't. Ones life. that are in the tunnels get eaten by gnolls more. Okay. Uh. Then then we'll set them out, not in the tunnels. Yeah, you set can, them out to the mountain. Okay, you can bring them if you want. I have no attachment to Ryan. I smack <laughs> him on the ass and kick, <laughs> he, kick him he, out to the mountain. He, he runs off. I, right. I look into you Ram Daniel. You served me well, Steve. <laughs> you, see, you see Ryan gallops off majestically. <laughs> you just see like a couple of gnolls just like... <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. Jesus. I, did, I, I played by your rules. <laughs> I set him free. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know what to do here. Okay. Ram Daniel. This is so stupid. This is so stupid. I'm gonna cast bark skin on my guy. What does that do? It gives him. Well, what's his AC already? Uh, so low. Uh, eleven. Bark skin gives him. Uh, you touch a willing creature until the spell ends. The target skin has a rough bark like a 
appearance and the target's AC can't be less than 16. Sweet. Okay, he grows bark skin. It does not not look very appetizing now. Yeah, and then I I produce a little flame to get him to, like, a little fire under his butt. Uh, Get out of here, Ramadan. He lights on fire because his skin is bark. (laughs) He takes off into the mountains. Oh, I do not feel good about this. <laughs> we'll see you again. We'll meet you again. Oh, boy. Falnor just slaps his ram's butt and sends it off. <laughs> you know we eat meat, guys. Yeah. Uh, I say a prayer. <laughs> I know we do, but my meat isn't usually so regal and helpful. You've served me well, Ram Daniel. Damn, right. Ram Daniel. Damn. <laughs> uh, I say a prayer to Pelor, and then I, I release, I relinquish Ram Daniel, I suppose. Sweet. Uh, Ram Daniel uh, takes off uh, into the mountains with a golden glow around him. <laughs> Does and Ram he, Daniel look back? You just know he's going to be fine. <laughs> you see Knowles start to... <laughs> you see all the Knowles are heading for Ryan. <laughs> Run like the wind, brave Ryan! Actually, they're way faster than Knowles, so unless they get shot, uh, these immediate guys probably aren't going to catch your rams, but they go off into the mountains. Great. Uh, I mean, animals live in the mountains, gang. It's fine. <laughs> Who gives a shit? No, uh, shut you up. See, he t- you <laughs> tried to eat fish. them last night. Yeah, I did. Yeah. That's what happens. Uh, he just takes another. He's got just a fucking mammoth leg All with right. him. He's holding it with two hands. Everyone here is way too pragmatistic. <laughs> yeah. All right, take us, yeah, take us, us. through the mountain. All right. Um, he takes you to this other cave, uh, and you see that there are a bunch of gnolls outside, and when they see you guys, they just start sneering. <sighs> meat, sweet meat, sweet meat. Uh, looking All at right. you guys. Uh, and and um, Bastion goes, Out of the way, everyone. These are friends of Bastion. <laughs> That's right, Bastion's buddies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they kind of like back away, but they keep sneering, and you hear like, <laughs> just laughing. Suck my rump. Uh-huh. Hey, maybe don't get these guys too mad, by the way. Once you get deep, uh, there's uh, three, four hundred in there. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Everybody take it easy, huh? Um, so you guys enter uh, this dark, dimly lit tunnel. Uh, the gnolls see even better in the dark than dwarves. Uh, so their torches aren't placed nearly as often or neatly as like human or dwarven design. Uh, so it's like very dim in here, very spooky. Uh, it reeks in here. It smells like rotting flesh and wet dog. Uh, there are strange hieroglyphics and paintings in a strange language on the walls. You can assume Noel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, occasionally you'll feel hot air blowing against your neck only to turn and see a knoll staring right at you. It's fur covered in ash and mud to provide cover in the caves. You just see yellow eyes glowing in here. <laughs> Tuesdays, am I right? Tuesdays. <laughs> We're with Bastion. Sweet meat. Not that sweet. Bastion pipes up and goes, No, these guys are no good at eating. Good friends of the survivor. Everyone remember. You hear the other gnolls giggle and whisper amongst themselves. He got thrown up because he tastes like shit. He got thrown up. Uh, You know what? I knew it. I knew it. Uh, In the distance, you guys can hear screaming. Uh, It's a mix of howls and barks. uh, So you can assume it's a gnoll. So you continue through these winding tunnels. 
uh, until it opens up into a bigger cave. Uh, you're now on the second level of this little cave, uh, and you can see a level below you. There are a bunch of gnolls who have another gnoll chained to the floor, and there appears to be one who's the ringleader. He's bigger than the rest, and he carries a flail with two humanoid skulls smoking with red and black energy. All right, uh, that's badass. That's dope. That's cool. He wears a rusty breastplate uh, under a frostwind guard tabard that was once white but is completely stained with blood. Uh, he's got what looks like war paint circling his eyes, but it's actually dried blood. Uh, you see uh, Bastion turns to you guys. He goes, feeding time. That's what they tried to do to me. And kind of <laughs> elbows you guys. Uh, you see the main knoll, uh, this dude with uh, blood around his eyes, pulls out a crooked dagger and runs it along his palm. Uh, the other gnolls do it as well, and they make a circle around the gnoll who is chained to the floor, and he's just kind of whimpering and barking. <laughs> trying to get away, just foaming at the mouth. I oh, hate to see that. Uh, yeah. They all cut themselves and are covering it in blood and making a circle around it. You see the main gnoll looks up, and he sees you guys with Bastion. You can kind of tell that he's speaking in common so that you guys hear it and know, and he locks eyes with you guys the whole time, and he goes, We exist to fuel Yanoba's hunger. She who is ravenous, she who must feed! Green and red arcane energy exudes from the main knoll like smoke from fire, and the entire cave begins shaking, and you see Bastion like grabs onto the wall. Anyone else feel like these depraved creatures are shining a light on some of our recent depraved activity? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, finally, a gargantuan beast, this giant purple worm, bursts through the floor of the cave, open maw with hundreds of rows of teeth, scales like thick armor, and just swallows the sacrifice whole, along with like two other gnolls that were just on the edge of the circle. That's how fucking big this thing is. Uh, without missing a beat, the worm just continues burrowing through the ceiling, causing a giant hole and another giant tremor uh, before disappearing. Uh, you guys see the lesser gnolls uh, start foaming at the mouth and going insane with bloodlust. They lock eyes with you guys and begin to charge. Whoa. But you're too far away. You guys are like up on this little cliff face. They start clawing at the cliff that you guys are at, just foaming at the mouth until they start falling down and get frustrated. And then just start ripping each other apart. And then you see this this one main knoll though. He's got like his his head together, but you see his eyes are now like blood red. Uh, and he looks up at you guys and at Bastion. He goes, "Oh, holy survivor, you bring more guests to our tunnels, do you?" And Bastion kind of like coughs, kind of nervously. <laughs> yes. Well, I am the. Uh, I'm the survivor, so it's allowed. <laughs> and uh, this guy speaks up and he goes, That's almost 30 in a day. Some would say letting so much sweet meat pass through here without feeding Inoba would be more sacrilegious than hurting you. He kind of tilts his head. Anyone else, like, like kind of flattered by being called sweet meat so much? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and that's where we'll end our session. Ah, no! <laughs> Try to keep it supple. <laughs> Ooh, boy, I want to fucking kill that guy. Yep. I know. 
Hey, man, he's just paying the bills, okay? Ooh, <laughs> oh, no, he's sacrificing his friend. A doozy of a day. Yeah, wow. That we had so much, so many bad rolls. <laughs> Such a long day, and then have like that kind of night's sleep where you're sleeping next to a guy like Bastion. <laughs> it's like we traveled all day and found the worst motel. <laughs> Bastion yeah. is the, that's why Ernim told you how much he hated Bastion. <laughs> he's just like, he's a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely a fuck, yeah. He's a blowhard. He definitely yeah. sounded cute at first. I don't know why you thought he sounded he cute. He sounded so cute. I thought really? he too. Yeah. So sweet. Just like a guy with his with his like junky treasure. He definitely Yeah. That's what I thought he was. Yeah. But hey, we're gonna talk about it on the short rest. Yes, yeah, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash nadpod. You want to hear us uh, talk more about this episode. Uh, guys, we got stuff to plug. Watch Hot Date on Netflix. Yeah, uh, Me and Emily's sketch show. You can also buy our book. It's a satirical relationship advice book called Hey You Up, How to Turn Your Booty Call into Your Emergency Contact. It's available on Amazon and on Audible. Uh, call the way you got to plug. Ooh, you can check out Cartoon Hell over on Dropout. Also, uh, if you haven't checked out Drawfee or don't subscribe, please do. We are coming up on a million subs. Wow. Which is great. Congrats. Yeah. That's so insane. please lend us your strength. Sweet. Jake, what do you got to plug? Beard oil, baby. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm back in on the beard oil. Did <laughs> you do you think that you use some beard oil on your ram oh, to like make uh, him look good? And I, sh- I sure did. That's, that's why all the gnolls de- descended on <laughs> How him. How much of your beard oil is made from Beverly's sweet musk? It's all Beverly's musk and uh, and Bastion's boils. Great. And uh, Moonshine's elk milk. <laughs> oh my god, I could bottle and sell that. Give me the opportunity. <laughs> Uh, and uh, then also, you've got Lonely and Horny on Dropout. That's right. Uh, me and Emily got Fantasy High uh, with a bunch of fun college humor people, D&D play show. And what is the code to get a discount on Dropout? Sign up Dropout.tv slash nadpod. Oh, yeah. And guys, follow us on Twitter, at chmurph is me, at Caldy is Caldwell, at Exford is Emily, and at Jake Hurwitz is Jake. And tweet about the show using hashtag nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Oh, we are. We are the youth of the nation. We are, we are youth of the nation. R.I.P. Ryan. It's the end of the show, everybody, and that means we need to shout out our benevolent Council of Elders. Oh, Palor praises, y'all. Oh, yeah. Starting with Brad D., the only pebble pot that isn't Craven, bought Denny a new pair of jeans for the holidays because Denny is always pissing his. You know, but jeans really sap it up nicely, so. Jay Loma, 72, a.k.a. Steelbreaker, hard wants Jimspiration, has biceps the size of grapefruits and triceps the size of jackfruits. Just a big rippling nutritious ass arm. Dylan B, a sword-wielding wizard who accidentally invented blade singing like Edward Scissorhands, but makes blades warble along the hip-hop tracks instead of making ice sculptures. Danny P, Bohemia's resident artist, painted Hard One Senior portrait at the Dwarfenage. Danny is a dwarven, no-frills artist, so the picture of Hard One was drawn with 
coal, and it looks like a little more than haunted. Tom P., father of the realm, the serenader of sleeping babies. Tom is such a good father, he recently took on a second job at Dwarger's Big Burger, oh. working at the mine through to make a little extra gold for presents around the holidays. I just love any Dwarger's Big Burger reference. Spencer Caskbrook, patron elder of libations, ale maker to gods and heroes of Bohemia alike, once served a beer so crisp and delicious that Melora took a break from her indifference to say, that was pretty good, actually. Pedro E., Bard of the Mountains, Pedro's guitar solos can bring down cliffs, his drum beats can melt ice caps, and his fiddle playing is also quite good, but doesn't really do anything magical. Griven SDAK, the stranger, the silverborn, eldritch knight, and ex-owner of the Badger's Pint Inn and Tavern quick update. The Badger has been resurrected from the dead. It is now teaming up with Griffin to stop their bar from becoming an orange fitness. They stayed up all last night reminiscing about the good old days and reconnecting. They came up with a plan to save the bar. They're going to hold a fundraising dance competition. We'll give you more info as we update. Beardman Dan. Dan's beard is so long that the hill giants are currently using it to climb Mount Forge. Beardman Dan might cause the end of the world. Wow. Thwack the gash. Scott D, a renowned dog trainer in Bohemia who is secretly a druid, basically just casts speak with animals on dogs and tells them to knock it off and then pretends that it was a strict training regimen so he can make money. A craven man. Aaron C, the greatest fighter in all of Bohemia for his size. Aaron is an ant folk champion who can beat any bug in a duel and some small rodents. Wow. Hermes W, the Bat King, currently living in a cave in Galateron, claiming to be the ruler of the entire city, despite it being ruled by a god. The other bats don't protest, though, because he does behead his people with great frequency. T. Alex, a goat man who loves life. The only uh, goat man who doesn't get turned on by murder. Uh, T. Alex works a nice job at a goat office and comes home to their beautiful goat family with a respectable goat paycheck. Didn't their beautiful goat daughter get into Goat Harvard? I heard it. I heard that happened. Wow. Parker E., the only person to ever hang glide off Mount Forge. Parker, he did die, so R.I.P. Parker. R.I.P. Parker. R.J.W. has never been defeated in single combat, but only because R.J. talks so much shit that they can't help but get beaten up by multiple people at once. Whoa, what a secret skill! Spartus, tag team champion of the Galateron Coliseum fighting pits whose tag team partner is a big-ass bear whose overalls, who wears overalls and has a hillbilly gimmick. They're called Spurtus and that big bear. Adam R., the R-rated assassin, always screams fuck before killing someone, and it's almost gotten him caught more than a few times. Cassandra MHB has so much HP, they once took a nap atop Mount Forge, rolled off during the night, then woke up the next day at the bottom of the mountain with nothing more than a slight hangover to show for it. Danielle, the dastardly dame. Danielle is so dastardly, she once convinced her friends to split the check at dinner, even though she got a jalapeno poppers and did didn't share them at all. Da, 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 that's dastardly! Hugh C, a.k.a. Haldor Frostback, MVP of the Giant Wars, crewed on SS Stormborn and fought alongside Elias and Red. Haldor pisses icicles and shits blizzards, which is why Red let him have his own bath 
broom aboard the ship. Manny the mundane, accidental deity who got in the way of a lich's spell to reach divinity. When you get off a plane at the airport and your bag is coming out of the baggage carousel, right when you get there, that's Captain Manny keeping the skies smooth for you, friend. Your mouth was going so fast on that. The one I felt like I was hanging out with Eminem. Oh. <laughs> so Manny the mundane? Like, yeah. Nah. <laughs> Daniel, you, a.k.a. Multifor, the many-faced magician. Multifor spends most of their day scamming Costco employees out of countless free samples. Jordan DJ, legendary DJ of the realm. Jordan owns a magic collection of vapor that's been enchanted to play music. Every Ooh. time they spin, they tell people to be sure to check out their SoundCloud. Oh, I saw. I didn't even see where we're going there, and then it went there. Jeffrey S., Lord of the Fjord, born of the sword, and zoot allure. Jeff's been taking French lessons on Duolingo and is now nearly fluent. Keep it up, Jeff. Cutter W, a high elf dandy turned crick architect. Cutter is now on their way to meet the other elves in Glade Home, but keeps stopping at taverns to help them reinvent themselves. That's right, Barkitects are out, and all it's all about Bark Rescue. Oh, Lex Getch, a.k.a. the escape artist. Lex eats an average of eight keys every day, but not because they're an escape artist. Lex, Lex just has an iron deficiency and a very weird doctor. John S., a.k.a. Shooper the Mushroom. John recently fell in love with a big, mossy pile of lichen, but is is worried they don't liken him back. Puns aside, John is petrified of how to proceed and could really use a wing mic on it. Ryan M. wrote the textbook on dragon anatomy Bev was reading at, at the start of the adventure. It took them over 10 years to complete because they couldn't stop giggling. Elena C., a displacer beast who got super strong by working out alone because all of their spotters kept failing their saving throws. Andrew M., an ultra-chill iron deep dwarf who leads the ghost guard, the coast guard, <laughs> the ghost coast guard, equivalent of the winter wolves, the summer seals. Michael McD, head mixologist at the Blue Mana Inn. Their Frostwind-themed passion fruit gashthwack cocktail has been such a hit, they had to hire part-time air elementals to keep up with demand. Mmm, delishy. Victor T, a.k.a. Balnor's boy, whose loving dad was ripped from his family and transported to another world. Every night, Victor regales his children, Balnor Jr., Tuna and Jansport with the tales of his father's bravery. That is a bag kid. Henry A., a hyper-intelligent knoll who writes genre fiction under the pen name G.R.R. Nokian. Ooh. Lance W.A.K.A. Dance Lance. Lance is a sexy sword dancer who uses a javelin to pull off some ultra-sensual pole dancing routines. Defeats their enemies by bankrupting them of all their singles. Justin I, a.k.a. the Big Knoll, a huge dog humanoid with an even bigger attitude. If you can't run with the Big Knoll, then stay in your hole. Caleb, Alanis's wizard assistant. Alanis pays them an experience, which is actually great. Caleb is straight up level 99 now. Clayton M, a claymation Dalmatian who is currently wearing a big cone around their head because they won't stop gnawing at an infected laceration. TJM, a full orc runway model. No one has ever seen an orc this slender, this languin. TJM is show-stopping, and they are breaking down barriers when it comes to orcs fashion. The professional, the only lawyer to ever successfully beat Papa in litigation. Since then, they have joined forces and opened up their own law firm, Mo and Mo. Jacob C., a super thick elf. So thick, in fact, that Jacob C. has dwarven constitution. Not as thick as Moonshine, but could definitely fill out her overalls. Elena 
Dana M has the number to Cobb's old speaking stone and will not stop pranking the band of boobs. Knock it off, Elena. We know it's you. Ganov. Ganov is the only trustworthy rogue in the world. They're the only human or beast alive that Balnor trusts with the bags. McPucks, the codemaster who created our amazing website, was recently gifted some of our merch and ha- and his charisma went up infinity. Yummy. Earl and Kathleen L are actually the succubi that Moonshine and Balnor almost had a four-way with. Balnor is still mad at them for cock-blocking him. Dylan M, a talented executioner who kills people with a broadsword clenched firmly between their butt cheeks for particularly heinous criminals, Dylan M will toot into the deceased's severed neck hole. Jab G has the classiest Christmas decorations on their stump. White twinkle lights, a tasteful wreath, candles in the window. Corbin A has the tackiest Christmas decorations on their stump. Enormous colorful bulbs, huge inflatable figures, external speakers blaring. Ooh, Atlas Stormreaper, a gregarious Goliath who started a food fight in a tavern that eventually escalated to become the Great Giant War. Crazy that it all started with a slightly oversized man and a spoonful of applesauce. Jostrich, a jaundiced ostrich. Whoa. Their skin is quite yellow, but because of the feathers, you'd never know. Oh, there's some benefit to that. E.L. Dreg, a.k.a. the Dregernaut, a super jack gnome who just entered ketosis. Do not fuck with the Dregernaut! Do not! Cameron C., an earth, wind, and fire genasi. God, what a pun, right, guys? <laughs> PJW, a tiefling warrior whose tail is his best friend and his worst enemy, once tried to use their tail to pole vault over a river, only to beef it and be attacked by a shark. It did look sick, though. Damiel R., a tabaxi who recently vanquished their arch enemy, a laser pointer. Way to go, Damiel. You caught the dot. Josh S, a.k.a. Josh Scoop, holds the record in Bohemia for most scoops of an adorable creature. The band of boobs is determined to catch up. Dom R., a member of the Galateron Mafia, was a bad guy until the city was taken over by the Chosen, but now his crimes could be considered political rebellion? What a great guy. Anyway, he kills people for money. Logan C., the only quick youngin' to have never been put in the timeout bag. Logan isn't well-behaved, they're just really fast. Nicholas R., the only thing Nicholas R. wants for Christmas is for all the dwarves orphans in the dwarfenage to find a home. Oh. Oh, and an airship. Okay. Jennifer V, the goof guru, rolls a nat 20 on every goof, currently sitting atop a mountain on a whoopee cushion waiting to train Beverly. Matt H, a glader on tram worker who had to clean up all the chosen bodies off the track after the band of boobs left them there. Still has nightmares Whoa. about it. I was just thinking about that today. Jacob J, fun fact, Jacob J was on vacation in Moonstone during the battle with the barbarians and had to stay in his Airbnb the whole time. He did get to go to Mishka's Viking funeral, though, which was cool. Destin C, a wet wizard who harnesses the power of water to battle evil. Always wear swim goggles just in case. Ooh, it's slippery. Devin B, a firefighter in hell. I know what you're thinking. Why do they need firefighters in hell? Well, there are various structures and such that the devils don't want to be burned down, so it's Devin's job to keep the flames contained to the lake of fire. Jack W, a bard who was in a successful band until the singer decided to go solo, is currently training to become an assassin to kill said singer. Michael L, the bartender who taught Reggie the air elemental how to sling a cocktail. It cost Michael a lot of glasses and headaches trying to teach wind how to handle fragile items. Sam H., the fire elemental that originally trained under Michael L., but uh, eventually burns down the tavern. Wow. 
Kelvin Noodles, the noodle doodler, can predict the future by slapping a noodle on a canvas and reading the secret message within. Totally knew that Galateron was going to fall, but couldn't help because they just burned themselves by grabbing hot noodles. Christian H, a.k.a. Sergio Salazar Solomon Sacharius de Silvia, (laughs) seventh of his name, a sexy Peruvian snake folk with sweet snake patterns on his skin, once winked so sexily that he seduced an entire town, even the people who didn't see it. Max L, Doris's right-hand thief companion, a badass dwarf and teen who could, took over kicking shit into Rodian's mouth after the band of boobs left. Trele, friend of the trees, that might make them sound like a pacifist, but really Trele is part of a violent tree ant gang that robs small woodland creatures. Evan K, aka Malvo Dawnstar, come one, come all to Malvo Dawnstar's traveling druid enclave. That's right, this crick elf has broken off from his many nephew cousins to spread the crick life, a missionary of hospitality. His teaching aid is his new triton boyfriend, Tarland, who loves, who he loves very much. Grace H., the graceful ace, an airship pilot well-known across Bohemia to be a much better pilot than Hard One, accompanied by her trusty co-pilot, Ethan S., the barefolk warrior, who only has an intelligence of eight but is really good at lifting stuff. And that's all for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you to all of our Patreon subscribers and all of our listeners. Uh, We'll be back next week with another episode. But for now, you can head on over to the Patreon and check out our short rest. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. We'll catch you next time. Bye, sweeties. That was a HeadGum Podcast.